all believe in something. A god, a higher power, intuition, ourselves, karma. Even believing in the absence of these things is believing in something. It's a part of our human nature. Religion can be an intimidating, uncomfortable, and even an offensive topic, especially when beliefs clash. But it is important. So let's start a conversation about it. In fact, let's start a few conversations about it. I'm Anna Weeks, and this is Religious. In this episode, I'm welcoming my friend Samantha Furland back on the podcast to explore one of the first topics of conversation we ever had, Satanism. Neither of us are experts on the matter, and I'm well aware this episode title might make you uncomfortable. Even more of a reason to give it a listen. Like, I am so okay with talking about it. Okay, cool. Then let's, honestly, let's talk about it. So let's just give a little backstory here. One day at work, um, we were sitting at the front desk as we normally did, hanging mm-hmm. out, and she was my favorite intern of all time. Oh my gosh! <laughs> and so we we were sitting there, and I don't even remember how it came up. Like, do you remember how specifically it came up? Or we were talking about. Re- I know that we were talking about religions, and I was just asking you because I know you're Christian, and you're. I believe your dad's a pastor yeah, yeah he's he's an ex-pastor but yes oh, okay yes. yes but so we were just having like a very candid discussion and I was just asking you questions about Christianity out of my own curiosity and you had asked me something like asked me kind of my beliefs and I started to tell you and you just like straight up were like wait are you a Satanist <laughs> Yeah, Which because surprisingly has not been the first time I'd been asked that at that marketing agency. Uh, and so that's when I kind of just went into like this deep dive of kind of like explaining what it truly is to be a Satanist. Right. Yeah. I remember, I mean, I'd never really up until that point, I just, I never really like even researched Satanism or anything like that. And so I remember you pulling up like on your computer like the satanist website or whatever and we went through all of that and we were like talking about it i will start off by being very clear with all of the listeners that there is a huge difference between the satanic temple and the church of satan and so the church of satan is basically all of its ideologies are written up by this guy named anton Slavovic, I don't even know how you pronounce his last name, but he was Russian. And the Church of Satan is kind of what media and movies portray Satanism to be like. And they are not recognized as an actual religion in any sense. And there's like a $250 fee to join. And they believe like if someone punches you, punch them back, that type of thing. Like, very again I am very against the Church of Satan. Now the Satanic Temple is actually recognized as a full-on religion by the US government. They are tax exempt. They do not have a membership fee. And 
anybody listening, I highly recommend you go to the Satanic Temple's website and just take a look at it because they actually don't worship Satan. They don't necessarily believe in him. For them, Satan, and I'm going to read this right off their website because I don't want to mess it up. So according to their website, under their like FAQ specifically where it says, what does Satan mean to the Satanic Temple? So Satan is a symbol of the internal rebel in opposition to arbitrary authority, forever defending personal sovereignty, even the face of insurmountable odds. Satan is an icon for the unbowed will of the unsilenced inquirer, the heretic who questions sacred laws and rejects all tyrannical impositions. Our metaphoric representation is the literary Satan best exemplified by Milton and the romantic Satanists from Blake to Shelley to Antoli France, whoever those people are. (laughs) And so the way I kind of like to describe it to people, and I believe this is how I describe it to you, is they don't necessarily, they don't believe in Satan as people imagine Satan to be like the red devil with the goat's head, whatever. It's more so like you believe in the fact that Lucifer, the angel, went against God to give humans the right to free will and autonomy. And he rebelled against the higher power to give us that freedom. And like he did it regardless of the consequences, which was now he was banned to hell. And that is kind of what the Satanic Temple believes in is that's, I guess, why they're technically referred to as the Satanic Temple, because it's basically thanking Lucifer for having done that and believing that everybody has a right to free will and free power, no matter what it is. And no one has the right to control what you want to do and what you want to believe. So I think, yeah, from reading that definition, I think that's really interesting because when we started the call, when I asked you about your background in Catholicism or whatever, one of the main reasons that you said that you you weren't about it was because they, in your mind, took away that free will aspect from you um, by, you know, not allowing abortion. I guess the question is, what parts of that definition of Satanism do you agree with? And are there parts that you don't agree with? So I wouldn't say that Satan is like an icon to me, which is why like the Satanic Temple does have a lot of things that I personally would say that I believe in. And when people can like have asked me, what religion do you most resonate to? I candidly say like, honestly, it's like the Satanic Temple. I do believe a lot of the stuff that they preach. I personally will not like adhere to a specific religion. I will take different aspects from multiple religions and what I agree with, I agree with what I don't, I don't. And I think that is perfectly okay for anybody to do, even if you are hardcore into one religion. So you said earlier, I just want to go back to this point of what you said. You said earlier that when people ask you, you know, about your religion and what religion you are, you tend to be just very upfront with them and tell them Satanism. I try to avoid the word Satanism. Why do you think, why do you think you try to do that? Because 
similar to the reaction you gave me the first time I told you, everybody's first thought when they hear Satanism is they believe everything that happened in the 80s or 70s during the Satanic Panic. You believe that they are doing human sacrifices, that they drink blood, whatever, like, you believe the absolute worst of what the media makes Satanism to be. And Satanism is more so of, like, a term that was created by the Church of Satan. And so that's why when I immediately tell people, like, I would say Satanism, but, like, the Satanic Temple's version of it. And then I immediately start telling them what it is. So the Church of Satan and the Satanic Temple is one, is the Church of Satan a more extreme version of the Satanic Temple, or are they not even similar in their belief systems at all? So there are seven fundamentals of the Satanic Temple, and I believe there are seven fundamentals to the Church of Satan. So I'm going to quickly pull up what the Church of Satan's is, because I think it would be really interesting to read both and kind of let people see for themselves. There's nine Satanic Statements. And these are the ones written by Anton Xander LeVay, or whatever his name is. So, one, Satan represents indulgence instead of abstinence. Two, Satan represents vital existence instead of spiritual pipe dreams. Three, Satan represents undefiled wisdom instead of hypocritical self-deceit. Four, Satan represents kindness to those who deserve it instead of love wasted on anger. Ingrits. Five, Satan represents vengeance instead of turning the other cheek. Six, Satan represents responsibility to the responses to the responsible instead of concern for psychic vampires. Seven, Satan represents man as just another animal, sometimes better, more often worse than those that walk on all fours, who, because of his divine spiritual and intellectual development, has become the most vicious animal of all. Eight, Satan represents all of the so-called sins as they all lead to physical, mental, or emotional gratification. And nine, Satan has been the best friend the church has ever had and he's kept us in business all these years. So those, those rules were which churches? That is the Satanic, that is the Church of Satan. And these also the Satanic Bible is just written by this one guy, Anton. So these, he made up the Church of Satan and he wrote all of these. But like, you can tell by nine alone how Satan is the best friend the church ever had and kept us in business all these years. But it's very cult-like where they only care about the money. And I've read other things before that I'm a little annoyed I can't find it right now on their website. But basically saying like, They very much believe in an eye for an eye. If someone punches you, you punch them back, but worse. So the seven fundamental tenets of the satanic temple, which is the one that I would mostly relate to, is one, one should strive to act with compassion and empathy toward all creatures in accordance with reason. Two, the struggle for justice is an ongoing and necessary pursuit that should prevail over laws and institutions. Three, One's body is inviolable, subject to one's own will. Four, the freedoms of others should be respected, including the freedom to offend. 
To willfully and unjustly encroach upon the freedoms of another is to forego one's own. Five, beliefs should conform to one's best scientific understanding of the world. One should take care never to distort scientific facts to fit one's own belief. Six, people are fallible. If one makes a mistake, one should do one's best to rectify it and resolve any harm that they might have caused. And seven, every tenet is a guiding principle designed to inspire nobility in action and thought. The spirit of compassion, wisdom, and justice should always prevail over the written or spoken word. So out of those, out of those seven, which one stands out to you or strikes you the most as like the most important? Honestly, all of them except for one. So the only thing I don't like, and I know that they mean it as like freedom of speech, is when they say that all freedom should be respected, including the freedom to offend. And I don't want to say I don't agree with that, but I just don't like, like, I know they're trying to say like the freedom of speech is important no matter how you use it, but I don't like that it's like, even the freedom to offend people because like don't be an asshole like don't offend people in general but I wouldn't say there's one that stands out to me more than others because I believe that everybody should be compassionate to others no matter their beliefs and everybody is entitled to do with their body what they want as long as it obviously does not directly affect one other person and the last one alone I love the most is how every tenet is a guiding principle designed to inspire nobility and action and thought. The spirit of compassion, wisdom, and justice should always prevail over the written or spoken word. And I think that that is so important because they're basically saying, no matter what, if they had a Bible, no matter what our readings say, no matter what your priest is saying, you are always to do the right thing, even if it goes against the teachings we are giving you. And that is what I like because that is not taught in every religion. Thanks so much for listening. More than anything, I hope this left you with more questions about your own faith journey and a burning desire to find the answers. If you want to continue the conversation or have specific questions you'd like to ask, please don't hesitate to reach out to either myself or today's guest. Our socials will be in the description and we'd love to hear from you.